Hello, and welcome to the Forest of the Fae. Here on Pop Culture Fae, we take a look at movies, TV, comics, and other popular media through the lens of the queer folks of society. I'm Miller C. Lashbrook, and I am your host on your journey through the Forest of the Fae. This week on Pop Culture Fae, my best friend Samantha Perez and I are going to talk about my favorite show of all time, Once Upon a Time. But first, here is your Faye News. Alrighty, this is Faye News. In this segment of Pop Culture Faye, I will cover this week's big entertainment news that caught my eye uh in marvel U- news in mcu specifically we had i am groot released on disney plus this past wednesday it's a series of five shorts uh that take place uh around the time of the first two guardians of the galaxy movies uh, i believe There is one set between volumes one and two, and then the remainder of the shorts uh, take place in and around the time of Guardians of the Galaxy volume two. Uh, It's very cute. You should definitely check it out. In Sony Marvel news, the rumors are a buzz for Madam Web. This this movie has been filming on location and pictures have been taken of the cast members and people are theorizing and rumors are out there about who everyone is playing. Uh, For fear of spoilers and everything, I don't want to get into it too much, but if you look into it, the theories are quite interesting and kind of add to the mystery of whether or not Sony can pull this movie off. Because I think after uh, Morbius, we are all kind of questioning why Sony is continuing forward with these Spider-Man-less Spider-Man movies. So uh, we shall see when that comes out. In Star Wars news, Andor was confirmed to um, only have one episode a week after its three-episode premiere, which means that it will be running all the way through November 23rd, the day before Thanksgiving. So, excuse whatever that noise is. Um, So, uh, it looks like we are going to be getting a whole lot of Star Wars, a whole lot of Andor, from September through up to the holiday season. In other Disney news, uh, Disney Plus is set to have an ad tier starting in December. The current uh, pricing of Disney Plus will be the version with ads, and then there will be a more expensive version uh, if you don't want ads. It hasn't been made super clear whether or not current members will be upgraded to no ads or if they'll automatically stay at their price point and then they will have to opt in to no ads. They haven't quite made that 100% clear yet. Um, 
But yeah, December, get ready for some pricing changes in Disney Plus if you don't want to have ads. Also, um, from the same uh, investor call uh, that Disney did uh, last week, we did learn that Disney, Hulu, and ESPN Plus uh, now combined surpassed Netflix's subscribership. So definitely interesting in the business side of entertainment, thinking about the streaming wars and all of that. Uh, it definitely uh, is interesting with Disney Plus becoming kind of the Pepsi to Netflix's Coke. In movie news, Sonic 3 was announced to be releasing December 20th, 2024. And in gaming news... Uh, the Midnight Suns Marvel game was delayed until 2023, so that is unfortunate for those looking forward to the game. Um, also in gaming news, we had a Splatoon 3 Direct from Nintendo, and Hogwarts Legacy was given its official release date, which is a little bit later than people were expecting, and that is February 10th, 2023. So that concludes your Fay news for this week. Now, next up, get ready for our segment of the week where I will be discussing Once Upon a Time with my best friend, Samantha Perez. Okay, I want to welcome back to Pop Culture Fay, my best friend, my uh, partner in the arts, uh, Samantha Perez, also <laughs> known as Sammy. Uh, if you listened to our bonus episode about musical theater, uh, was so she fun. was on there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love that one. So uh, we're talking <laughs> today about my favorite show of all time. Oh, yeah. And is this... <laughs> This is up there for you. Is it's, it your it's favorite? It's in my top. It's not okay. my absolute favorite show, um, but it's in my top. Like, okay. Definitely my top five. The yeah, this is yeah. hands down my favorite show of all. Is time. it really? Oh yeah, I yeah, did yeah. Not know that. Yeah, we are talking about the uh, ABC show Once Upon a Time. Yee! I do love <laughs> Once Upon a Time though. Uh, so uh, why are we talking about this? Because uh, we both love it. Because <laughs> uh, we're both huge freaking Disney nerds <laughs> and love all things Disney. And a show that's based around Disney is a show for us. Yeah. So definitely <laughs> yeah. part of it. The other part of it, we've been listening to for a while now, um, a podcast. I, we mentioned it actually before on, oh, yeah, on our did. episode um, called Recovering Gleek. Uh, I haven't and... listened to them in a while, though. <laughs> I need to check back on them. And the we both started listening well you started listening to that podcast and then you told me about it mm -hmm. and since then we've been kind of like oh my gosh we should kind of do something like this yeah. it's also funny because they're us the oh their personalities are yeah so, <laughs> yes. and they match us like completely and there are part there i think one day we were like I mean, we could talk about Glee, but then we're like, it'd be the same thing. Yeah. All, yeah, I think we mentioned like talking then, about Glee as teachers. Yeah, and yeah. and then another day we talked about like each episode, like doing one in a podcast where like each episode is a different like show and musical mm -hmm. theater and doing that. Yeah. Um, but then it dawned on me, I think I was watching like a Watch Mojo 
video recently where it, it brought up once upon a time <laughs> and it dawned on me that we could have we could do what they do for glee but mm. for once upon a time i love it though and so I love it. uh today's episode of pop culture fay is gonna kind of serve as a episode zero like a test yeah. a test see to if people like it yeah to see if people <laughs> like it to uh like us talking about once upon a time mm. um because i mean the show has been like off the air for like four years for a very so. <laughs> long time very very long time i don't know how many people still like even know what once upon a time is. yeah i i feel like for a while even after the show ended because it was on netflix there was still a lot of people talking about the show and mm-hmm. watching it after the fact it was very big when um, it first started like everyone loved once upon oh a time. yeah it was huge um but i i think since they took it off netflix and it went on Disney Plus. It's mm-hmm. kind of hidden in Disney Plus. It's not easy to find. Yeah. Unless, because really on Disney Plus, unless something belongs to one of those five main categories they have at the top, like yeah. Star Wars, Marvel, National Geographic, Disney, and Pixar, it, it, it unless it's in up. one of those, mm-hmm. it's hard to find something something that's not in there on that's Disney Plus. That's understandable. Um, but I mean, who cares? We no, like no, show. we love the show. <laughs> Um, we'll the other reason, for whatever reason around this time of the year when the school year starts, um, I just think about this show. What really? I, yeah, what I used to do um, when before every, because the seasons would begin when it was still airing in October every year. And so what I would do in like August and September, once they added the show on Netflix, is I would rewatch the seasons oh. that had already come out before the new season came out. So if you added it all up, I've probably seen the show like 10 times through. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've watched it at least six. I wouldn't say 10 though. The, especially like the earlier seasons I've yes. seen. Oh, the earlier seasons I watched over and yeah. over. Um, um, I tend to break off at the Elsa parts. <laughs> oh, so it's like the, I mean, we can, we can get into we that. We can get into but, it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. The, but I would say, like, right, when the Frozen stuff was brought in, is like the equivalent of like when the Glee characters went to college. Like, yeah, those are like yes, the equivalents that's for when the it shows. Was like, uh... Um, but yeah, we can get into that before <laughs> before we dive into all that. I have like a little facts section okay, uh, to go through. So I have like a little synopsis here in case people are not familiar with the show and just a little bit of information about it. Uh, So Once Upon a Time is an American fantasy adventure drama television series that aired for seven seasons on ABC from October 23rd, 2011 to May 18th, 2018. The action alternates between two main settings, a fantastical world where fairy tales happen and a fictional seaside town in Maine called Storybrooke. The real world part of the story unfolds with characters of Emma Swan, played by Jennifer Morrison, and her 10-year-old son, Henry Mills, played by Jared S. Gilmore. Henry discovers the other people of the town are fairy tale characters. The audience is shown the backstory of the town's people of the fairy tales. (laughs) Technical difficulties. (laughs) Like right in the middle of you reading it. Yep. Hold on a second. There we go. Okay. Woo. We're live. Okay. Uh, the audience has shown the backstory of the townspeople as fairy tale characters in conjunction with their unfolding stories in the real world. Once Upon mm-hmm. a Time was created by 
um, the writers, uh, some writers that were on the Lost uh, Writers Room, and they also wrote Tron Legacy. Their names are Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz. I didn't know they wrote Tron. I knew the Lost <laughs> part, but I didn't know they wrote Tron. Um, there's actually a lot of Lost connections with the show. That's what I've heard. Uh, a lot of same cast members yeah. and a lot of Easter eggs for Lost. In I the never show. watched Lost, <laughs> but I, I've heard. Uh, fairy tale stories that were adapted in the show include, but are not limited to, because so we would be here forever if I listed so them. Many. Um, Snow White, Pinocchio, Cinderella, Little Red Riding Hood, Sleeping Beauty, Mulan, Alice in Wonderland, The Wizard of Oz, The Snow Queen, Little Mermaid, Peter Pan, Arthurian Legend, and much, 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 much more. more. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a spinoff series called Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. It was 13 episodes, and it featured... The title character, Alice, um, from Alice's Adventures in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll. And that show ran from October 10th, 2013 to April 3rd, 2014. The show also saw four spinoff novels and two graphic novel spinoffs. The show in total ran for seven seasons and 155 episodes. Uh, And every episode is on Disney Plus now. Yeah. So those are my little like my little facts I love about it. the show. Um so what are your kind of like overall thoughts about Once Upon a Time? Um I thought Once Upon a Time was a great way to introduce like um Disney I'm trying to find the right word why I can't remember the word. Like the older what's what's the word I'm looking for? It's like older vintage no <laughs> the classics why oh why that word left Ooh, me okay um to introduce like the classic stories to a new generation in a different way um and also it was a great way to embrace like us who had grown up with the classics um and introduce it into like a more grown-up way too yeah i feel like specifically the show was really made for people who were kids in the 90s right like people who had that disney renaissance era of disney movies people Mm -hmm. who grew up with that and were now either teenagers or like college age who were ready to see a little bit more of a serious and dramatic take on those stories and i loved Um, it loved every minute (laughs) and uh, talking about the lost connections you can tell they were abc was trying to make a show that scratched that same kind of fandom itch that Lost had. Lost was a show that like people wanted to watch every weekend when it aired because there was that mystery element to it and the world building of like what's going on here. And I feel like that definitely was worked into Once Upon a Time. The world building for sure. I feel like the world building of um, Once Upon a Time was a big deal. It was, it was so good. Oh, yeah, it's like it... it <laughs> It's like live the live action answer to like Kingdom Hearts, right? Yes, like having yes. all these Disney characters in one place. Yes. Um maybe that's why I liked it so much too. It was like Kingdom <laughs> Hearts, but in real life. <laughs> yeah, it, it it has like a a similarity to that. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people um draw similarities between the fables comics and Once Upon a Time. I don't know if you're I love with the fables. no, I do okay. love the fables um, comics. And there's actually apparently controversy around that when the show first yeah. aired that it was plagiarism and the it, yeah yeah there's some some interesting stuff to the the creators were basically like eh, we might have read one comic or two but it wasn't like plagiarism and then the yeah. fables creator was like yeah it's it 
they're saying like the tone is different enough that it doesn't it, it can't really be plagiarism yeah because it's like the fairy tale characters are all public domain so they are yeah. public domain and that i think that was um a big reason why getting into it like they could change things because it was all public domain yeah and change things they did they right? changed so much <laughs> i mean but some of them work some, some of them, them don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah but some of them do <laughs> yeah like i mean I don't want. I don't know how deep we want to get into as like deep as you want. the, Let's the go for spoilers, it. but if they don't want spoilers, they shouldn't be listening. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> but I mean, the the genius to like make Rumpelstiltskin different, like the crocodile and the beast. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. So good. So good. To like add him into all those different stories was really awesome. Rumpel's one of my favorites. For yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So the so so okay so we're talking about characters yeah one of the things that this show was like it's similar to glee in a way what made this show big is how shippable the characters were oh right? yeah like everyone was with everyone <laughs> yeah well and there's so much sexual tension between all the characters on this show like mm-hmm. like uh, almost too much in a way right yeah like, yeah just a little bit it's like <laughs> This show was made for Tumblr when Tumblr was really popular. Yes. Right? Wait, wasn't it popular around Tumblr time? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it was on Tumblr. And and so and like all the the ships of like this character and this character, and that character and similar that character. to Glee, like how they had like the portmanteau ship names mm-hmm. for the characters. They did it on this show, like. Um, like snow charming and, and no, they're uh, yeah. the best <laughs> out of all the characters you can't see that anyone else together but them i'm sorry well i mean they're, married, they're married in real yeah. life yeah yeah <laughs> but so, they're perfect they're the one perfect couple i believe in that whole show yeah um and so what would if you were to rate the show overall what would you rate it between like one to ten yeah, yeah, let's say one to ten. That's so hard because okay, I would rate different seasons because as the seasons progressed, <laughs> it got worse in a way. Okay. Um Okay, so so in its heyday. So do we want to go by the seat through each season? We could go through each season and then we can rate each season. You gotta remind me some of the, the Okay. Scenes. So season one where yeah. like the real plot point is the mystery of the whole Yeah, time, I would so. say that one's an eight. Um, Because it starts off, like, super strong. It gets us really, like, involved in these characters. We want to know who all these uh, fairy tale characters are. Which fairy tales are they going to get into? Which Mm -hmm. ones are they going to save? You get invested into Henry's life. You get invested into Emma's life. Like, it starts off so strong. And the outfits of Regina's. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Regina's amazing. There's a reason the show. You you love hating her. The show won multiple Emmys for costumes for a reason. costumes are amazing. Yeah. For, especially for network TV. Yes. Um, I would. I think I would say eight. Yeah. Also for season so one. So um, season two. So remind so, me which one like the season two main the main kind of plot point. We meet some more of the fairy tale characters like Mulan and Aurora. Oh uh, um, yeah, yeah. And um, Neil. Yeah. Is a big and part the of that season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you go first on that one. I think i would give season two an eight also that's i was, I was gonna say that too yeah it just kept going strong and you're wanting to mm-hmm. know more and you get invested and it's just so a freaking neil i love neil yeah i, I think the main difference between the first two seasons season one the audience is very much still in the position of like 
seeing things from Emma's real world perspective, mm-hmm. as opposed to season two, we know a lot more about the world. Mm-hmm. And so they lean more into the fairy tale of it all. Yeah. Now it's season two when we lose the sheriff. No, that was all in season one. That was all in season. That was the only thing I didn't like is losing the sheriff. Well, he had to go on to make Fifty Shades I of Grey. Know, yeah, but still, I wanted more of him. The only part I didn't like is that we lost him so early. We just got to know him. <laughs> and and he, I think he he's in some flashbacks in season they, yeah, two. Yeah, some but, flashbacks. But uh, it, yeah, that, but they they that's make like you the love middle him. Middle of season one. They make you love him just to lose him. Okay. Season three, the first half is Peter Pan. The second half is Wizard of Oz. Whoa. Ten. Ten? Ten. Yes. Okay. My favorite season okay. of you. all the seasons. I love Peter Pan. I love Wizard of Oz. And I mean. They're so good. <laughs> Selena is like oh, one yeah. of the best characters on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. I, I'm glad that ten, we agree ten. on that. Okay. Um, ten, ten of all. Which is funny because season three, I think, is also my favorite season of Glee. Not that we're talking about Is it Glee. really? It is. That's funny. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love the whole, like, sorry, side note. The I love the rivalry between the, oh, the girl choir. Why can't I think of their um, name? Um, um, the Travel Tones. Yes. And and the, the New Directions. Yes. But anyway. The Travel Tones yeah. should have won, but yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. So season four, th- you said this is where you fell off the this show. This is Elsa season, season right? Season four, the first half is like Snow Queen Frozen. And the mm-hmm. second half of season four is the Queens of Darkness storyline. Uh, so we get that's a, that's uh, we get like Cruella, Cruella and Ursula and Maleficent. Okay. Yeah. Elsa? Mm, like four and a half, five? <laughs> I didn't like the Elsa Anna thing. Um, mm-hmm. I liked like that it brought some perspective to their story. Mm-hmm. I thought the girl who portrayed Anna was great. I loved mm-hmm. Anna's side of the story, but the whole like Snow Queen thing, I feel like that was very. I don't know. It was lame. Hmm. <laughs> I also didn't like her costume. Oh, I thought her costume was so cheap. It looked cheap. Uh, yeah. It's compared to all the other costumes. You're talking about seen. Elsa's costume. No, right? Elsa's is fine. The queen, like. The, oh, see, I thought uh, it looked good. I thought it looked cheap. I thought it looked like it didn't fit her. She looked mm. like a tiny twig in her mom's dress. Like that's mm. how it felt like to me. Okay. Um, compared because you see all these beautiful dresses, and then her dress, it just doesn't look fitted to me. I think white. It it's really hard for white to look good on people, yeah. which is funny because it's like what brides wear. But yeah. I, white is a hard look to pull off yeah so we're do, we're going by season though so okay. overall if you're including the whole <sighs> but season, i loved the, the queens you... of darkness though that so, one was so give so it an good. average give i it... think maybe five and a half six okay yeah i like the snow queen stuff i don't i don't like I... it <laughs> okay hear me out and if we go if we do a podcast where we go episode <laughs> by episode we'll lean much more into this i Okay, I love the backstory of Emma's that we get in that section of the show mm-hmm. with her lesbian girlfriend. And you can't tell me they're not lesbians <laughs> uh, from like the adoption. True. The, True. And, but also, I, it, as a fan of fairy tales, as someone who studied them, like as part of my degree. Yeah. Um, I love the movie Frozen, but it bothered me so much that Frozen is nothing like the Snow Queen. And so true. having the Snow Queen be a separate character than Elsa, mm. I was just like, yes, you're writing the wrongs that the movie made. 
and we still get Elsa and what she means to like queer people mm-hmm. and her storyline of like accepting herself. Yeah. Plus, we get like the Snow Queen and her and much more about their parents and all that kind of stuff. I think so. What just bothers me is I think the Snow Queen herself she bothers me. Yeah. I don't know why. It's not even like her story because I got I got her story and I think it went really well with Anna and Elsa's. You got to know more about Anna and Elsa's mom, which now they made Frozen two. None of that makes sense anymore. Um, they're, they're different universes. I, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I um I loved I loved all that, but like the Snow Queen herself, it compared yeah. to like all the other villains, she didn't seem like she was as evil as she could have been okay i see what you're saying i didn't understand how she was such a big threat because it felt like they could have gotten rid of her so easily okay okay yeah i hear you i also feel like elsa it just repeated her story again yeah and it's like didn't elsa grow Mm -hmm. Anna, i loved i felt like they really showed anna's growth between like the first movie and this Mm -hmm. and like they showed like anna went on a mission and a quest and like anna's story i freaking love elsa's i feel like it was just a repeat so you're you gave it a five right for season four i think i would give season four like uh six or seven yeah 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 because and I do love the Queens of Oh, Darkness, I love so. the Queens of Darkness. That, Those are my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Not, they're not like, I mean, Peter Pan's my favorite, but they're so good. They're so good. <laughs> so season five, um, first half is King Arthur. The second half is the Underworld mm-hmm. uh, stuff. Well, how would you rank I season five? I think I five? would give season five a six as well. And I feel like it's almost the same as Frozen. I loved the King arthur stuff mm-hmm. but i wasn't a fan of the underworld stuff yeah so it was like a, it's a separate where it's like i loved half of it <laughs> yeah i think i would give that season season five like a six mm-hmm. there are some really good elements throughout that season yeah but i i think as a whole it's kind of eh. yeah yeah uh, also that season i think more than any of them had a lot of it did so many plot holes yeah that didn't make sense and plot lines that feel forgotten about Mm -hmm. characters that get that feel forgotten about oh yeah the one thing i love about that season is henry's like like finding out more about henry and him growing as a character yeah and he's like i no longer want to be a kid we get the the famous episode ruby slippers in season five Mm -hmm. where the first the only episode of the show to ever be rated tv 14 i don't know if oh i didn't know that because of a gay kiss oh (laughs) didn't know that yeah i do love that yeah (laughs) yeah um season six was they they didn't really do like the half season thing anymore Mm -hmm. season six is about like the Aladdin and the land of forgotten stories like all that stuff is kind of rolled into the one the whole season um, was that one yeah and and we get the remember. <laughs> evil queen is a separate thing in that season from Regina okay. remember her, they her mom? because of no 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 because of um Jekyll and Hyde they <gasps> oh, su- yeah yes they, yes okay that one that one that one yeah thank you for so my Jekyll and Hyde season six for those that have not seen the show has they bring in a lot more literary characters. Which I love that. Than, than fairy tale characters. Yeah, I would give that season like a yeah. seven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I I would also give it a set mm-hmm. a seven. The I mean the fact that we get to see 
Mr. Hyde, played by Sam Witwer. I don't know if you know who he I is. I don't, but I love uh, that episode. <laughs> he, he is the voice of Darth Maul in Clone Wars. Oh, but, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. He's a he's a great like TV actor. Okay. Um, but yeah, he does really well with, with those oh, scenes. Yeah. But I loved the um, Jekyll and Hyde stuff and the Frankenstein stuff. Because mm-hmm. was that the Frankenstein one where they brought her... Her loved one back from the dead, or was that earlier? That's earlier. Oh darn! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like season two. I get them all mixed yeah. up. It's um, the story. But also, like the novel idea, the evil queen is like one of the best characters on the show. Yeah, and I feel and so like... to have her bring be a part of the present day storyline again was such a great choice. Yes, well, because yeah. she had switched so like hardcore and they made mm-hmm. her good and, and people are like but we missed the bad regina this but they a... didn't want but we don't want the good but, regina yeah we liked go the good regina yeah, yeah, too yeah. so i thought yeah it was a great way to show both and i feel like that season in particular regina becomes the protagonist mm-hmm. even though emma's still around as a as a main character in that mm-hmm. season i feel like the, the arc is regina's there yes i completely um, agree 100%. and then season seven is the final season where we get the flash forward, new time period, new town, uh, new characters. Which season was the one where Emma becomes evil? Oh, that's during King Arthur. That's season Okay, five. that's the yeah. same thing. That's all yeah, the yeah. same thing. Okay, yeah. yeah, seven. Seven was good for that one. Um, mm-hmm. A four for the final season? It's not good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like characters. I like stories. It's just not good. I, I think I'd give it a six. Yeah. The... <laughs> I've have you rewatched the final season? I've or have you it only twice. seen it the once? No, I've seen it okay. twice. I th- I think it's another one of those where there's parts of it that I really like. There are parts I love. Alice and Robin. Okay, like, that yeah, I like. Yeah. And, I like Alice and Robin. I don't like that they redid Cinderella. I felt like yeah. they could have they could have come with a different story. Yeah. They didn't need to redo Cinderella. I loved I love the actress that plays Tiana. Like Yes, uh, I love like, Tiana. Mm-hmm. Um and the, the facilier is so creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. The, I like that whole storyline. <laughs> I love like this the like lesbian biker chick vibes that Regina yes. has. In the yes, I agree. Uh, yeah. Um I liked older Henry. I thought that was an interesting mm-hmm. take, like older it's, Henry. Makes me so uncomfortable because <laughs> having bit. watched the whole show with him being this child, and then we get a flash forward and he's played by this very handsome adult man. And, and he's I'm an like, adult. I don't know how to feel um, about this. And then it it got really weird at the <laughs> end because then little Henry, not little Henry, but like preteen Henry comes back to and sees adult Henry and it, yeah that was travel. weird <laughs> that was so weird yeah and I'm like I'm so confused right now it got a bit confusing there were good elements and there was eh, elements <laughs> uh I, but I for me it felt like there's more eh, elements than good elements. than good elements yeah okay yeah which is why I give it like four um, it was my least favorite of the season. Overall, how would you rate the show? Oh, the show? Like, like if someone eight. had never seen it before. A good, like, yeah. eight, yeah. Yeah, like, this is a solid show. Yeah, yeah. I made James watch it. He made it up to Elsa. <laughs> and then he's like, I don't want to watch it anymore. So, um, Zach and I had, uh, well, Zach had never seen the show before we met. Yeah, James hadn't either. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so, it was during quarantine yeah, we, yeah <laughs> we were looking for something to watch and have on yeah. throughout the day while we were like working from home and everything and i was like well i like re-watching this is one of my comfort shows and but you've never seen it and he was like okay like let's give it a try because he'd heard about it of course and everything yeah. and we put it on and we watched the whole show 
Zach watched the whole thing and yeah. he, he loves it. Yeah. James likes up to I was Elsa. Like, I converted him. Um, yeah. <laughs> I made him sit through Elsa to get to the the Queens of Darkness and to get to where um, Henry becomes the writer. But once that happened, he was over it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that, that's also season four. Yeah, the author and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was quite over it after that season. So oh. we never actually finished it. I was like, <laughs> I don't think he's seen the whole thing. <laughs> so, um. Is there a show that you think could... Oh, should we rate Once Upon a Time in Wonderland? Um, I have actually never watched the whole oh, thing. You haven't? Sorry, that was a really big gasp. <laughs> Wait, but then how do you... Do you not understand? They... No, I know everything that happens. Okay, because I... you meet Jafar, and okay. like Jafar is more of an evil villain in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland than he's in the show. I know everything that happens. Okay. I've seen the first half of the show okay it was just it was not on netflix for a while no it wasn't so when i wanted to watch it it like i couldn't and and then the characters moved over to like the main show Mm. and so i was like i guess i'm not gonna watch it okay so if we do our if we do this like side podcast project it'll be new for Uh, me i read it like a six okay so you know (laughs) what i saw of it I think I would give it probably a six or a seven. Yeah. It's like, it, uh, it feels like, uh, it feels like an event tie-in comic. That's yes. like how I would describe it. I love, I love <laughs> Alice, um, but she's not the strongest character, which is weird. Alice is actually the character you don't remember the most. The one that you do remember. No, the, the most memorable characters, at least from the part that I saw, were Will and the Red Queen. Will is the spade, right? Like the, He's the, the knave of hearts. The knave of hearts, yes. Will he, Scarlet. He is... The one character they actually did bring. Yeah, that they brought under once upon yeah. a time. Yeah. 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 So he is the best character in that whole thing. But I mm-hmm. do love Alice and the genie. They make such a cute uh, little couple. Cyrus? Is that his name? The genie? Yeah, her boyfriend. Her genie boyfriend? It was just genie. <laughs> That's, I don't remember oh, okay. it, what they called it. He was the genie and the lamp. It was the genie. Um... So their little love story was cute. Jafar was really evil in that mm-hmm. whole entire thing, and I really liked it. I really Will I loved so much. Also, you find more if about you've Will. Made it this far, <laughs> and you've never watched Once Upon a Time. Just know that you get to see Giancarlo Esposito as the genie slash the magic mirror. In oh the early yes. Seasons. So if you love him from The Boys or The Mandalorian. So he's not the, the genie, though. That's who the one in. He's a genie. A genie. He's yeah, yeah, a genie. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. The one that's Aladdin's genie is the but one that falls in love with Alice. calls himself the genie of Agrabah, which is weird. Yeah. The, I don't we think they were going to the yeah. specifics of all that and everything. There's a lot of little yeah. things where I think they felt that they were not going to do this story again. And then they did do the story again. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think. That's all my thoughts. Okay. If that's what, are you good? I I could talk about Once Upon a Time for like ever. So <laughs> stay tuned for bonus episodes yeah. of Pop Culture Fae. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, we'll probably call them Once Upon a Pop Culture Fae. I love it. I love that uh, name. And we'll go episode by it. episode. Let's do it. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stay <laughs> tuned for that. Watch with me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up. I'm going to go through my But Is She Gay and my weekly recommendations. Well, Emma's gay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Alrighty, it is time for the segment that I lovingly call, But Is She Gay? In this segment of Pop Culture Fay, I discuss how the weekly topic speaks to the queer condition. Uh, so this week, once upon a time, but is she gay? Um, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> in terms of representation, um, there are queer characters on Once Upon a Time. More specifically, um, there are several characters that are explicitly either bisexual or lesbian women. Um, there is definitely a lack of queer male characters and trans and non-binary characters for sure on the show. Um, but the subtext is all over the place with this show. Um, this is definitely one of those shows in kind of a similar vein to your Supernaturals or your Doctor Who's that are definitely uh, ripe for the shipping culture of it all. Like, this is a Tumblr-era show, for sure. Um, it's a bit similar to Glee in that respect, where um, the there is... There is there are a lot of homosocial relationships between the female characters, even the um, canonically uh, heterosexual characters, and even between the male characters as well. Um, there's just so much emotional tension between our characters that you could definitely kind of um, ship and read into um, the characters as being either queer coded or queer baiting, whatever term you want to use um, for that. Um, but there are some some characters that are explicitly um, canonically queer. Uh, they are all female characters though. So uh, that is, but is she gay? Now moving on to my weekly recommendations. My comics recommendation for this week kind of ties in with the topic for this week, and that is the comic series Fables. So if you like Once Upon a Time, you like the show, and you're into comics, and you want something that might scratch that same kind of itch, the uh, Fables series was an indie comic series which kind of cover, covers a similar idea of fairy tale, fairy tale characters living in um, the real world. Um, a side recommendation, The Wolf Among Us, it was a Fables uh, video game that was released. So there's an extra recommendation in there as well. My TV recommendation, of course, is Once Upon a Time, <laughs> since it ties into the topic. If you have not watched the show, you got to give the show a try. At least um, try season one, uh, I would say. I mean... Put on the pilot, and I feel like you will get a good idea of whether or not this is a show for you. Um, it's my favorite show of all time. I know it's not the kind of show that everybody likes, especially in this new age of streaming shows where seasons are uh, only about 10 to like anywhere from really 6 to 12 episodes a season. Asking somebody to watch a show with 22 episodes a season might seem like a big ask, but... Um, I think you will definitely find that this is a, an entertaining show. And my film recommendation for this week, 
this one, I kind of was racking my brain trying to think of a movie to recommend that kind of fit with the overall vibe of Once Upon a Time. And obviously there's all the Disney movies and everything that the show references, and I could have recommended those. But what, I, what I'm going to recommend uh, as kind of a aside to this uh, dish or another course to your three-course meal that Once Upon a Time could be a part of is the 90s classic The Page Master, uh, <laughs> starring Macaulay Culkin and Christopher Lloyd. This is such a cozy, wonderful live-action animation hybrid movie that kind of feeds into um, just a love of literature. And if you are a person that loves the aesthetic of an old library with tall bookcases, this movie is for you. So if you've never seen it, um, I don't know where you can stream it. You might be able to rent it on Amazon or Apple TV Plus, uh, or Apple Apple on your like Apple device or iTunes. But uh, the Page Master, great kind of cozy '90s movie, and uh, that concludes my weekly recommendations. Alrighty, well. That concludes this week of Pop Culture Fae. This might have uh, been, this is definitely a shorter episode. I'm still kind of getting adjusted to being back back at work teaching and balancing the podcast and the blog and all the things and trying to take care of my mental health. Um, And to all the teachers out there, we're, we're doing the best that we can, and at all the energy that you put in, um, just know that not everybody's going to see it, but um, those that care about the kids and the profession will see it, um, especially if you're in Florida. Um, man, things are crazy right now. <laughs> I'm not going to go too much into it, but yeah, things are crazy. Uh, See last week's episode with Tanya Galianis for a little bit more context on all the craziness with the Florida education system. Um, Thank you for joining me today in talking about Once Upon a Time. I want to give a huge thank you to my best friend, Samantha Perez, for joining in that conversation uh, because I always love talking nerdy stuff with her, especially when it's Disney or Disney adjacent. If you are listening and enjoying the podcast, please give it a review on your podcasting platform. If you leave a five-star review um, with a question in it, I will answer it next week on the podcast. Also, if you have a friend who would enjoy the podcast, a nerd, someone who's queer, a queer nerd, make sure to share it with them to help grow our little community here. Once again, I am Miller C. Lashbrook. You can find me on Twitter at Mill C. Lashbrook, on Instagram at 
Miller C. Lashbrook. Um, we have a Facebook page for Pop Culture Fae that you can find as well if you are on Facebook. And for more Pop Culture Fae, you can head to our website, popculturefay.com for blog posts and more content. Uh, you can also go to anchor.fm slash popculturefay if you'd like to leave a uh, voice message for us to play on the podcast here. Uh, or if you would like to support the podcast financially, I would be so grateful um, because that's going to go right back into marketing and putting out more um, stuff about the podcast to grow the audience here. Um, and we officially have ads on Pop Culture Fay. Um, I'm sorry if you don't like ads, but I'm hoping to just grow the podcast more and more and those ads are going to be a great way to help me do that um so thank you to everybody who has been listening and who is continuing to listen to the podcast i see you all and i love you all and i hope that you all have a great week and uh, last but not least have a fantastic day and i hope to find you the next time you wander into the forest of pop culture fate.